0: Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hello and welcome to the Tracy Sandler Show brought to you by FIVO. I am your host, Tracy Sandler. And you guys, it's been a while since we've done a snackable episode that's just me, talking to you guys about all of the things you care about mainly of course the 49ers and the Dodgers. I still maintain this may be the only podcast in the world that focuses on the 49ers and the Dodgers. But that being said, here we are. But today's episode is all about those San Francisco 49ers. Training camp is underway. The team has had two days of practices So you guys, it's just about time for football. The 49ers reported to training camp on Tuesday, July 26th, a day in which Kyle Shanahan announced to the world, this is Trey Lance's team. He had said that he and John Lynch and Jimmy Garoppolo had met on Tuesday. They had a great conversation and everyone is on the same page. To recap, for those of you who may not be familiar, the 49ers have been looking to trade quarterback Jimmy Garoppolo. This is something that was probably pretty clear to us back on March 26, 2021, when the 49ers made a huge trade to move up in the draft and they eventually drafted quarterback Trey Lance. At that point, we knew last season would be Jimmy Garoppolo's last season in San Francisco. They had been looking at potential trade scenarios They said there were no concrete offers, but scenarios back in February. And then Jimmy Garoppolo had to have surgery on his throwing shoulder. And that stalled talks pretty much all around the board. After that, a variety of things happened with quarterbacks in the NFL. Russell Wilson went to the Broncos. Deshaun Watson went to the Browns. That moved a variety of things around, affecting Baker Mayfield, Matt Ryan, Carson Wentz went to the Commanders, So there were a lot of things that happened in the offseason that the 49ers and all of us really wouldn't have been able to predict on top of the shoulder surgery, of course, being the biggest one of all of it, because Jimmy Garoppolo very well may have been traded before all of those things happened. But nonetheless, he had the shoulder surgery. He's recently been back throwing. And now it's a matter of finding a trade partner. He's been at the facility doing his throwing program he's been spotted in the weight room but not practicing with the team of course while they await a trade partner Kyle Shanahan said on Wednesday he would be very surprised if Jimmy Garoppolo was on the week run roster I would also be very very surprised if for whatever reason they are unable to trade him I do believe the 49ers will release him I have been on record on this podcast saying a variety of times I do not think it is good for anybody to have Jimmy on the roster, and I say that as someone who has the utmost respect for Jimmy Garoppolo as a person, as a quarterback, his ability, what he has done for the 49ers, but a change is being made. This is Trey Lance's team now, so it is best for everyone for him to move on. So with that in mind, the 49ers looking for a trade partner, Trey Lance officially, even though he has been for some time, officially official, he is QB1 of the San Francisco 49ers. Trey said on Thursday, it really wasn't much of a change for him. He just thought it meant the media would stop asking him about it. Of course, we still had to ask him about it one more time. George Kittle said this week, Kyle use said this week that for them, people are always asking Trey or Jimmy. They're thinking maybe now that goes to rest. Kyle use said he could stop arguing with people about it. And that is that. So let's look at Trey Lance, the quarterback. QB one of this team. He had a really good day one of 49ers training camp practice. He was really confident in the pocket. He made throws in the pocket. We really only saw him make one run uh, on a a ball. He was going to hand off to Elijah Mitchell. He kept it. He went, he ran, he did great. Second day was a little tougher for him and really for all of the Fortnite quarterbacks. Uh, he was 7 of 15 and 11 on 11s. He threw an interception to Jimmy Ward on a pass intended for Brandon Ayuk, who was defended by Diamond Lenore. Lance did not see Jimmy Ward in the middle of the field and interception. However, Lance said after practice that it was a good day overall because after his interception, and then Nate Sudfeld had an interception, brought Purdy through two interceptions. He said that they they really bounced back well, and that's how you learn. And that is the thing with training camp that I think sometimes we can forget. Training camp is an opportunity for these guys to make mistakes, to learn from their mistakes, because this is the stuff, you want to make these mistakes in training camp so you don't make them in games. Of course, there will be mistakes, but that's just something to keep in mind. So I would say overall, Lance has been looking good, but Thursday, a little bit of a tougher day. But from what we saw in the off-season program, from what we saw on Wednesday, the way he handled Thursday. I mean, the thing with Lance, it's been so interesting, too, now that he's talking to the media more regularly. He just seems really confident in this role. He seems poised to take on the role, role of quarterback, of team leader. And that's cool to see. Listen, games are not won in press conferences. Absolutely not. But there is something to be said from someone for someone to come in with confidence, with that poise. The way his teammates talk about him, the way he is in the locker room, Kyle Shanahan talked about it on Wednesday as well. Those are the things that the teammates point to see the leadership qualities. And then when you see his play, of course, being the most important thing, there's a lot of confidence. I think there's a very high ceiling for Trey Lance. I think he will have a good season. I think he will be what the 49ers want him to be. It will probably be up and down. He is essentially a rookie quarterback, as I've said many times on this podcast as well coming in to start his first full NFL season. But when you look at his first start against Arizona versus his second start against Houston, there were such tremendous strides there. And then you could see even more strides in the offseason program and now in training camp. So that's where we are on Trey Lance. Jordan Schultz was on the pod earlier this week. And I think we both agree probably a 10 or 11 win season. They make it to the playoffs and then we'll see what happens from there. Is this a super bowl team I'm not so sure about that but anything can happen and also it's the end of July super bowls in february so who's to say really so that's what we have going on there so i wanted to talk a little bit about the 49ers defense and 49ers secondary all of a sudden at the cornerback position the 49ers have a plethora of players a position that a position group that has been pretty thin over the last several years and has struggled at times all of a sudden, looks really, really good. D'Amico Ryan spoke on Thursday about cornerback Emmanuel Mosley, who was an undrafted free agent in 2018. We've seen him progress over the last few seasons. Ryan said he's at the top of his game, and I would agree with that assessment. He was probably the best player in practice on Wednesday. In fact, Trey Lance is um, only two incompletions on Wednesday, I'll say that again, Trey Lance's only two incompletions on Wednesday were in passes that were defended by Mosley. He looks like he's put on a little weight. He looks stronger. And so I think that's the place where the 49ers are very excited. Should he be able to stay healthy? That was the one thing with Mosley last season. He really played well when he was in there, but he had trouble staying healthy. So should he be able to stay healthy? They have really strong cornerback play there. Now, on the other side, they have Charvarius Ward, a guy that they paid a lot of money in free agency for. And he's not a person... I'm sorry, the cornerback position is not a position where historically the 49ers have done that. But they brought in Charvarius Ward. They knew they had to upgrade a corner. In the NFC Championship game, it was quite clear that this team needed an upgrade when they're going against the top receivers in the league. And many of the top receivers in the league are in the NFC West. So they really upgraded, upgraded with Charvarius Ward, who on Thursday was probably the best player in practice. So off to a good start for the corners. Charverius Ward is is so good. You can see it. And something that D'Amico Ryan said, this is actually something that Trey Lance said as well, he's really good and he knows it and he has a tremendous amount of confidence and he has that mindset and that will serve the 49ers well. Beyond that, who will start at nickel? They lost K'Wan Williams to free agency. My prediction is rookie Sam Womack. I know that the nickel position, it's an extremely important position and usually one that goes to more of a veteran player, but I think Sam Womack may very well earn that starting job. Of course, another corner for the 49ers to be excited about is second year player, Ambry Thomas out of the University of Michigan, go blue. You'll remember that Ambry Thomas started not great, really came on towards the end of the season. You could see him learning week after week after week culminating in his game-sealing interception against the Rams that sent the 49ers to the playoffs and I think the 49ers are hoping that he will continue that upward trend. You know, he did not play in 2020 in college. It was the COVID year. So last year it was conditioning, getting used to the speed of the NFL, the grind of the NFL. So that will be kind of an interesting one to watch over these next several weeks, over the season. And Emmanuel Mosley isn't a contract year. So a lot of this stuff with the corners goes beyond just this season. The implications go well beyond it. Of course, Diamondour Lenore is someone who started off really well for San Francisco or well for San Francisco and really fell off. So we will see. I mentioned earlier he was the defender on the Ward interception. And what I mean by that, of course, is that Lance's pass was intended for IU, who was being defended by Diamondour Lenore and did not, and then Lance did not see Jimmy Ward. And then the interception ensued. So I know I made that very dramatic for a training camp day two practice, but nonetheless, so I think that's just something to keep in mind. But at that position, all of a sudden there's a lot of depth and a lot of talent and that hasn't necessarily been the case. So something for San Francisco to be excited about. And on day two, generally the defense just looked good. They looked fast. They looked ready. And I know in training camps, oftentimes that happens where defenses start fast and offenses are a little slower, but I think it's important for San Francisco. This was a top three defense last season. It's important for them to maintain that, especially when you have a young quarterback coming in and the 49ers really need the pieces around him to be going on all cylinders because he will struggle at times. It's just the nature of the beast. It's the nature of the game and that's okay. That's not at all a knock. It's just probably reality of the position. So there is that. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports Use our promo code BELIEVE50 to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. Debo Samuel, I know you guys want me to talk about that. He's, of course, reported to camp. He's been running on the side. He has not participated in practice until a contract extension is being done. John Lynch said the other day that he didn't want to get everybody excited, that things are imminent, but there have been substantive talks. Kyle Shanahan talked about it on Wednesday and said they're really working around the clock on it. He said he's talked to Debo. They had a great discussion and are on the same page about how Debo will be used this year. So TBD on that, I know 49ers fans and I know the 49ers are hoping that gets done quickly because it's really important for Debo to get out on that practice field, making sure he's in football shape, get the chemistry with Lance and with his teammates. So that's super important. So I asked you guys to send me questions on Twitter that you had about training camp thus far. And from the great Lydia, who we just love, she wanted to know what receiver I felt had the best chemistry with Lance so far. And I would say that the receiver who's having the best camp so far, granted we're two days in, is Brandon Ayuk. And I don't think it's a coincidence that Brandon Iyuk and Trey Lance spent so much time training together. In the offseason, really getting to know each other. And Ayuk kind of told a cute story on Wednesday and said that Trey told him it was the second time they've trained together, the second year. And that Trey said the first time he felt like Ayuk was giving him dirty looks. And Ayuk said he didn't know what he was talking about. And I actually asked Trey about it on Thursday. And he said, you know, if you know Brandon Ayuk, he doesn't really talk a lot. He's, you know, he's not super talkative and chatty. And he felt like in the that first year, he didn't talk to him at all. But they spent a ton of time together this offseason, really bonded really got to know each other. And that chemistry is showing on the field. Also, Trey Lance is targeting Jawan Jennings a lot. And I think we saw Jawan Jennings become such an important part of this offense. And when he got his opportunity, when Muhammad Sanu got injured last season, Jawan Jennings really came through in the clutch. And it's been so cool to watch. Everybody, of course, loves his personality and loves everything about Jawan Jennings, but he's really come alive as a receiver. And we're seeing that in training camp as well, which brings me back to the idea Debo's got to get out there. Obviously, Debo's super talented. He'll be a huge part of this offense, but you want to get him out there. You want to get him and Trey in a rhythm. So hopefully they can get a contract extension done sooner rather than later. Someone also asked me, a player that isn't a household name, that has caught my attention, which I thought was an interesting question, but I kind of go back to what I was talking about with the corners. I think these guys, Charveris Ward maybe a little bit more of a household name, but It's not a name like, let's say, a Jalen Ramsey. So I think the 49ers corners, and Richard Sherman tweeted about it on Thursday. He said, by the end of the season, this cornerback group is going to be thought of as one of the best DB group in the season. That the secondary generally, they're going to be among the best DBs in the league. And so I think these are names that are all of a sudden going to be more of household names as the season goes on. And then, of course, I was asked about Drake Jackson, and I'm going to echo really what D'Amico Ryan said on Thursday. It's you know still a little early to tell. We're two days into training camp practice, so I'm so excited to continue to see him develop. We saw some in the offseason, but to see him continue to develop. And once we get into preseason games, we really get more and more of seeing who these guys are how the rookies will contribute and all of these things. And I'm going to go back to something I said earlier this week. And I've said before, I think this is a huge year for the 2021 draft class. This sophomore class has some really important players. Of course, Trey Lance, the quarterback number one, but look, Elijah Mitchell, who was such a contributor in the running back situation last season, who it looks like already in camp looks like will obviously continue that role. Trey sermon, who was a pretty high draft pick and was had a very disappointing rookie season. What will he do to step it up in this next season? This is a really important season for him. Can he become a part of this offense? Time will tell on that. Ambry Thomas, as I mentioned, Niamh Lenore. There are a lot of players in that sophomore class that become very, very important to the success of the San Francisco 49ers. So just want to mention that. And then in terms of the rookie class, as I said, Drake Jackson, we will see. I mean, that's a big thing is who will be on the other side of Bosa on that line? Because Nick Bosa, as D'Amico Ryan said Thursday, I mean, he's like one of the best in the game for sure, but who will be on the other side of that line? Oh, I forgot someone in the sophomore class. That's very important. Aaron Banks he will be coming in for Lake and Tomlinson who the 49ers lost in free agency he's going to be very important that offensive line is going to be very very important Jalen Moore will he end up being Trey Lance's center so so many important players in that sophomore class then like I said the rookies we talked about Dre Jackson Uh, Danny Gray, who had a huge uh, reception on Thursday in practice, super speedy wide receiver. What kind of contributions will he make? And of course, Ty Davis Price, I've said before, and I do believe both of those draft picks were brought in to alleviate some pressure on Debo Samuel. So you guys were very, very early into training camp. First preseason game, August 12th at Levi Stadium against the Green Bay Packers. In the meantime, please stay tuned for all things 49ers. On my Instagram, at Tracy Sandler. On Twitter, at 49ersFangirl. And you you can read everything, of course, at FGSN.com. So that is that. Fridays, we usually do Cody Corner. And so I'm just going to go ahead and say this. In the last week, he had a game-winning Grand Slam. He had a great home run the other night. Unfortunately, the pitching staff could not hold on to the lead because that was a very important home run. So I'm just going to go ahead and say that about my guy, Cody Bellinger, because... You guys know I love talking about Cody Bellinger. With that, we are brought to you by Bet Online. We are brought to you by FIVO. Please make sure to leave a five star review for this podcast. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at Fangirl Sports Network. And with that, I'll talk to everybody next week when the pads come on. The pads come on Monday, and I will talk all about it in next week's episode on Tuesday. Talk to you guys later. Bye, y'all.